The views and opinion expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entity or organizations. You are listening to the podcast, Tea and Talk, presented to inform, educate, inspire, and encourage meaningful conversations on Bahamian arts and culture. My name is Robert Bain, dancer, teacher, choreographer, and someone who believes in the preservation of all things Bahamian. I am sitting down with persons of like mind to discuss the Bahamian perspective on the arts and the Bahamian way. Hi, this is Robert Bain, and welcome to Tea and Talk. In this episode, I would like to continue my discussion with Mr. Errol Duke Strong, who took us down memory lane by painting a vivid picture of the Bahamas of the late 1940s, 50s, and 60s. He also shared his views on the current state of the arts and culture in the Bahamas. A statement you made earlier that a lot of people don't know about me, and I can understand that. Mm-hmm. Because I never perform over the hill. Yeah. I never perform over the hill, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I, 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 was, I was more of a guest artist right. at the place like the Cat and the Fiddle or the Banana Boat, but I, I was not, never, I would perform in hotels. Well, I, I, I didn't mean in, what I meant about, not, I'm talking about the younger generation of kids coming up because there are lots of people that know of you. Oh, okay. Right? There are lots of persons that know of you and know of your amazing work. Um, I'm. I would like to, to know that, and, and, and even to me as a younger person, uh, that your efforts, that you, the, the job that you came on this earth to do, that you did it, and people know of it, and people, people realize how important <clears throat> it was to the development of this country. Uh, you have made a, if you find um, there are many, many, many musicians around here that I know that came from under your wings. Oh, no doubt about it. Know that you go in the police band, defense force band, and even the other professional bands. The the better ones came out of the orchestra. I could boast on that. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I I know of some of them. Yeah, I know of some of them. Yes. Beyond Turnquest uh, and a not, couple others. I can't name. Not Bailey. Right. Some of them I don't remember, but I know you have taught uh, a lot of. Castle uh, 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 um, son. Uh, what was his name? Uh, he's got a studio now too. Yeah. But just on you have produced quality, quality from the time I've, I've known you. Like I said, the first time I met you was when you came up to me at um, at the Cabaret Theater. I had just performed Sammy Swain, played the devil in Sammy Swain, and you presented this thing and said, and I looked at you, and I'm going like, yeah, I, I don't remember that. <laughs> and you go like, sign it right here, man, sign it right here. Yeah. You know? And so from that point on, I asked, who, who was that, that gentleman? But then I later found out that you, were, you had conducted the orchestra at... Uh, at, at Le Cabaret, yeah. and yeah. then you were responsible. And I met you too again through Kayla Edwards, mm-hmm. right? You yeah. Know? Uh, but I was telling you how the young, how the youth orchestra was born. Well, go ahead. Uh, in 1990, the, the then Prime Minister appointed Vincent Sanders as chairman. Ch- Vincent Sanders approached Freddie Munns Jr., Ronald Sims, Dustin Bob, and myself to create a Quincentennial Marching Band. A mm-hmm. hundred and forty-year-old children came and registered at the Dundas mm-hmm. for that because mm-hmm. it sounded very good. Right. And they they came. Uh, 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 that's about one hundred and forty-five. Okay. Because I could remember. And so now we're supposed to form this this marching band. Mm-hmm. Where's the instrument? 
Okay. So, uh, Vincent Sanders suggests that, well, well, let's start with theory. Okay, we, we started that with theory. Four or five months passed, no instrument. So I said to Vincent Sanders, but because they began to drop out, because it was, there was no, interest, uh, no instrument, so there was no interest. They began to drop out. So um, uh, uh, I, I said to Vincent Sanders, the kids are dropping out because there's no instrument. He said, well, why not start them on, on recorders? And I laughed at that. Mm -hmm. You don't start a marching band <laughs> with recorders. Mm -hmm. So, so another time I said, come and talk to these people. Don't tell them something because they're dropping out. He came and he talked. He said, don't worry. You should be proud to be a part of this. Your instruments are over the bar. These was his words. Mm -hmm. Your instruments are just over the bar. Well, up to this day, they're still there. <laughs> not, one, one, not one instrument came. So after it dropped down to about 30 or 40 or so, mm -hmm. I took it in my store on Wolf Road. I remember you. I, 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 right. I took who left there, and I, and I took instrument off my shelf and put it in their hand, and that's how that was born. Mr. Strong, these persons that you have taught, do they, have they appreciate the... the some of them don't. Some of them don't, and I, that, that disappoints me. Some of them just don't mind to get, they get less than free charge. Mm -hmm. Free, no, 95% of them get less than free. The only ones I charge is if somebody approached me out of the blue, not intend to be a part of the orchestra. Right. But if you say you're a part, like to be a part of the orchestra, you don't pay for lesson. And we have the same thing with the National Dance Company, and we have similar, uh, and the story that you told about the, the orchestra, how it began, the, we have the same story. We could kind of, that same story where we, where we brought in a lady from, from Denver, Cleopatra Robertson, mm -hmm. um, pulling, they pulled all the dance teachers together to establish this company. We had this audition with hundreds and hundreds of kids. It was all over the news, everywhere that this company was starting. And of course, it was for the quincentennial, of course. And, um, and then they start to drop one by one, yeah. one by one. Because as after they selected all the dancers, it was a process that I think a couple of days, and and after that that process, they still hadn't decided what they were going to do with these kids, and so eventually, we ended up with what from about fifteen dancers, um, and to this very day, Mr. Strawn, I'm trying to keep a company alive, and matter yeah. of fact, the kids who are now in the company are students who actually came through my school from the age three years old, ten years later, mm -hmm. you know, you have. Mm -hmm. uh, um, so we're, we're, I don't know, my thing is how are we going to, well, I, I'm trying to figure out how am I going to deal with it, how am I going to uh, uh, keep it, because what we're doing is supposed to represent something larger than ourselves. It's, yeah. it's supposed but, 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 let me ask you a question. Uh, during your years, because I don't have that experience, did anybody in government or, or director of culture ever approach you as to how you're doing and what you need? No. But same thing, so never. same thing here. Never. never, never. The only one kind of interact with the with the orchestra was Bethel. Um, Nicolette Bethel. Nicolette. Right. The only one that ever did anything. She tried to hold a little function to raise some funds for the orchestra right. at one time. But but Cleophas was a joke, and mind you, I, I, I named the orchestra because he named his choir the National Youth Choir. Mm -hmm. And so I used the same phrase in Bahamas National Youth Orchestra. Right. And, 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 and that's how that happened. 
And uh, so the, my, the instrument I put in those kids' hand, they, they break them up, or they, they, let, they let them get be stolen or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, 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 and all that was my, my, my funds. Well, I, I could relate to that because I've had, that, I've had to do the same thing. I, I give free classes. The company members come in free classes. Um, I have to purchase things for them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and you know what they do now? Every student, every, out of the orchestra, every member of the orchestra who goes away to college, mm-hmm. the orchestra give them a stipend. See, that's awesome. Yeah. We used to do that when we were at the national school. We could have assisted our uh, members like that because we used to give them stipends as well. The, mm-hmm. the grant that we received from government used to, we, I would give them to the students. The parents were very happy because it, it's, at, at that point, uh, it allowed some of those kids to pay for their school yeah, books yeah, yeah. and right, right, to do right. stuff. Right, right. Uh, but now that we have, um, we have to pay rent uh, yeah. for, for a space. Yeah, see, I don't pay no rent. Right, it becomes m- much more difficult. Uh, Mr. Strong, I don't, I don't know how we're going to change anything. I don't, I don't know how we're going to, to affect the thinking of the politicians. Um, but all I can do... Depends on where they come from, you know. That's, that's all they, they come from nowhere. They don't, they don't know anything. Mm-hmm. They don't, don't know anything about socializing. Mm-hmm. Take, for instance, a, a, a person like, like Paul Adley. Never see him in a nightclub ever mm-hmm. through all of my years. Never see, saw him or the likes of him in the nightclub. I can't say that for, 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 for Gerald Cash. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, he loved a nightclub. Right. But he was never in that race. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, but a, 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 a lot of them just don't know what the nightclub life is all about. They don't know. So we, we are one of our greatest faults, downfall, is that we have uh, politicians who are not exposed. Oh, not exposed. Not exposed. They're, uh, they're, they're educated in one instance. In, in, yeah, but they're not exposed, yeah. And they lack, they lack yes. And because I cannot, I cannot understand how come the government, see people say, oh, you, you, you can't blame the government, but you have to put the blame on the government if something is not in place. Right. You've got to see to it that it's in place. Even if you go to some of your friends and say, look, man, this country needs this. You, you're a multimillionaire. Let's let invest here. Listen, they're spending so much money. How come we don't have a state-of-the-art, a state theater down Bay Street? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, I think about absolutely, that. absolutely. They spend millions absolutely. and millions and billions of dollars, and we don't have a state theater. No, they try to do that. That that Shirley Street, Shirley Street, Street which is which is a, such a disappointment. <laughs> terrible, terrible. I remember the story. Terrible, uh, terrible. Rex Nuttleford came uh, to to the the opening of that, whatever that is on Bay Street on on Shirley Street, and him and Mr. Saunders, we just like how I, I, I think remember that. Y'all performed, we performed, the children, all of us, all the national entities were there. Teresa Moxie was then the Minister of, of Culture. And she, uh, and so he came, Rex Nuttleford and Vincent Saunders came up, and Rex Nuttleford saying he, he wants to see backstage. He wants to see backstage. And I looked at Mr. Saunders, I go, like, oh my God, there was no backstage. There's nothing no, to, no. to go back there. No, no, no. no all they did no. was, was uh, fix the front of that building. Spend all that money to fix the front of the building and then do anything. I don't know if you if you read a letter I wrote uh, after after uh, independent celebration with, with the dancers. I, I, I uh, no toilet, uh-huh. no toilet on, on Fort Charlotte. Where the, and I wrote a letter. I saw it where the young girls going behind car to pee and all that. Oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Did you ever read the song, my progress song? 
No, I, I don't think I have. See it there on the wall? But hardly nobody know about that. Well. <laughs> and I'll tell you about me again. We are, we are, oh God, this is horrible. I mean, Mr. Strong, I, I, there's so much that I think, you know, there's so much left in you that you yeah, can yeah, give yeah, to yeah, us. Yeah, I don't, ce don't celebrate majority rule day. You don't? No, because it ain't right. Explain that for me. It ain't right. Okay. And I, I, I started by asking some questions. When was the general election? 68. 1968. Right. What was the score on January 10th? Well, I, I, well, I, would, I know it was uh, Sir Ronald Fox had the, had the... Yeah, no, but what was the score? I don't remember, sir. 1818. 1818. UBP 18. PLP. PLP 18. Okay. Ronald Fox, Labor. Break the tie. A.R. Brennan, Independent. Uh-huh. So on the on on the tenth, how could it be majority rule day? There's no government. So when should it be? Well, it was the fourteenth. Ah. That's when Sir Gerald, um, uh, um, um, Sir Randall, and Brennan decided to join up with the PLP uh -huh. to form form the government. That's when Penland could go to the government and say, "I have a majority, a majority of one." But that's when it should, should be independent, or majority rule day, when we was able to form, form the government. See, 14th. But, but people do not accept it. You know, it's so hypocritical. Yes. Uh, and that's the reason because they depend on this tent, this tent, this number 10, which is a lucky number. That's, that's political. Yeah. Well, I, I, <laughs> I don't get in politics. I see it. And, and, and you ask me, if you ask me if, if I'm proud to be a Bahamian, I'll tell you no. But I'll tell you I'm a proud Bahamian. Uh -huh. that's, I, that's, that's my view. Yes, I'm, I, I am a proud Bahamian yeah. as well, even though. Even though I, feel, I, I have my, 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 my uh, uh, feelings. Um, and uh, I am disgruntled about a lot of things. But, you know... You, Mrs. Swan, you're doing amazing work. I, 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 I think about I, I, uh, I think about this in Venezuela where they had, and there's so much more that you can do. Uh, in Venezuela, where they had this, this, uh, these orchestra, these kids that they placed instruments in their hands uh, yeah, because yeah, there's yeah. just so much crime, and they yeah. put these instruments in their hand, and they call it uh, El Sistemo. Uh, I got a, a whole recording of that. Right. You remember the girl was here. Joanne Connathan, you remember Joanne Connathan? Yes, yes. Okay, well, uh, I got her interview with, uh, I think it was on Love 97, I have it, where she should have, never, she should have been paid to stay here uh -huh. because she was doing a good job musically. Right. Yeah, but it happened, something happened between her and, and the concert orchestra, and they had the part, and so she went back to England. Wow. The, the, the government should have forced her to stay because she was doing a good job musically. Well, jeez. Well, El Sistema affected so many, so many lives because the con conductor in California, Sydney Oxford now, he's someplace in, in Europe, but he was one of those kids. He was one of those gangbangers. And, and, and uh, I was just so amazed. And, and the leader of that, that uh, the, the orchestra, he, he said something that really got to me. He said, persons do not understand. He said, but the art is superior learning. And not everybody have that ability mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to but do some of the things that, 
that 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 a musician would do or a dancer would would do. Absolutely. We absolutely. use both sides of the brain. Yeah, absolutely. But like you say, like you try to explain that to some people. They want to stay talking nonsense. You're talking nonsense. Yeah, talking nonsense. Well, what that got to do with it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But um, I, I I worry about it. Somebody asked me a question about um, where do I see see the, the see the arts in in the Bahamas in the next ten years? And I said, you know, my vision of it is very very abysmal. It's very small. I can't I can't think. Because right now, I remember Miss Bazaar used to say, she said, boy, I guess we had the grave uh, at the gate. <laughs> and they, they're kicking us slowly. And soon, soon, sooner or later, or in binoculars, soon to directly. I, I, I don't know if you remember, I came to you and asked you what, what stipend you get. Because when I learned that the government allotted $100,000 to you, the office to divide among the entities. Right. I think you give the children's choir 4,000. Mm. Give me eight. I think you give you 12. I think that's what you're getting. 19. What's going on? 19. 19. And he could kept the rest for, 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 the, for his choir. I thought that, I, I didn't speak to him from then, you know. Well, let me just say that this information that we're talking about is public knowledge, so you can, you can, you can. Okay, okay. Yeah, you can. I didn't didn't appreciate him from then. So when the government changed, I went to the Prime Minister Hubert Ingram and tell him about it. No, it was him who allotted the hundred thousand. It was his government. I went to him and, and, and tell him, and he told me, he said, "Yeah, I," because I didn't know what the amount was. Mm -hmm. He said, "Yeah, I allotted a hundred thousand dollars." But, but I don't know, I didn't tell them how to divide it. They told us that is. Uh, and uh, f f f like I say, from, from that day on, I didn't appreciate Clovis hardly much at all. Well, you know, people don't understand. I mean, an instrument, um, let me say this. A ballet company, for example, they can spend anywhere to a million dollars just to supply shoes, shoes for their company. Can you imagine an orchestra? The different types of instruments, different sizes. That's it, that's it, that's it. You see, uh, uh, the orchestra is so much more important than all of them because you can pick up anybody and say, I, I want you to sing this note. I want to start in the choir. I want you to sing this note. You have a voice. The, the musician got to learn the instrument for years. Years to learn the instrument in order to, to perform. Let's you, talk about the cost of an instrument. How much is the cost of, of a trumpet, a good trumpet? Well, well there you go. The, 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 the cheapest get about $300. Okay, so, um, so you cannot give somebody $9,000 $9, when, when you got 30-something plus members yeah, in it. Yeah. That makes no yeah. sense. Yeah. Come on, somebody got to yeah. make sense of this. Well, but, but that was Cleofus fault because he, when I went to the prime minister, he said, I didn't tell him how to be in the director of culture. He just give it to him to divide among the, the, uh, the, the three, three entities. And uh, he, he said, so he asked me, what anything I need, and I give him another figure, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, and I look, I, I get the check, double the amount. Okay, very good. Well, you know, Mr. Strawn, I, I, um, I, I want to thank you for actually allowing me to come into your home, man, and and just uh, just talk with you. Um, but I tell me one one thing I want to ask in reference to dance. How um, can you describe for me? 
the nightclub back in the nightclubs back in the back in the day the fifties and sixties. What kind of dancing did they do? Like persons oh. like Marine de Valier, uh, the Marine uh, Marine didn't do much of dance. Right. She she would sing. Uh-huh. She would do a little dance at the end of a song, but she didn't want to. Becky Chipman, who's the, John Chipman's wife, yes, fabulous fire dancer. Uh-huh. Uh, Corinne Harris. Corinne Harris. You know Corinne? That yes, that's, yes. That's the girl, my mother, uh, yes. Alia Coley. Alia Coley's uh, mother. mother. Well, she was in my floor show yeah. for years. Uh-huh. She, she, did, she, she did a good dance. Naomi Taylor was Naomi the original. Ta- you know, the Naomi Taylor? She's in my book. The best, probably the largest, the, the most pages in my book. Yeah, yeah okay. Her, she, she, she was outstanding, uh, uh, authentic dancer. Yes, beautiful yeah. as well. Yeah, beautiful back in the Silver Sliver. Yes, she was in, in, in the Silver Sliver on the Jungle Club. The, the Jungle Queen, eh? The Jungle Queen. That's she got the name because yeah. she used to be in the Jungle Club at Montague. Right. There was a club there at Montague called the Jungle Club, not in the hotel, right. off in the same property. Right. But uh, away from the hotel. So what kind of dancing did they do? Can you describe? They, they, they did the rumba, or shake, what they call shake dance. Shake dance, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they even used jitterbug. Jitterbug. Yeah. Because I remember you mentioned some guy named Tojo. Well, Tojo was, was a dancer uh-huh. and, and a Congo drummer. But uh, uh, Polly Benaby was, was a great jitterbug dancer. I remember you mentioning him to me, too, when I was asking. Yes, he was, yes. Polly Benaby. Yes. Or Lander was another one. He used to dance with little Rita. Rita was a midget. Yes. And that was his dancing partner. He, he was like six foot tall. Yeah, but, yes. she, but she was down here. Yes. And that was his dancing partner. Doing the jitterbug. Uh, little Rita Molly. Rita Molly. I, I don't remember I don't remember her last name. Yes, Dennis Donaldson actually. Oh, well, he didn't know. Dennis, yes. I'm so sorry Dennis gone, because Dennis had a lot of knowledge about the, the music and the nightclub. Yeah, I miss Dennis. Yes, yeah. I, I do. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I, it, it seemed like like Nassau was, was just it's just what a exciting, drum beat, exciting drum beat, crowded every night, every night. Two shows a night. I put on two shows in, in the hotel uh-huh. a night. Two shows, oh, two shows every night for six nights a week. And the tourists come to Nassau, and there's nothing to do now. Uh, nothing, nothing to see. So Stafford Sands ordered that no ship have entertainment and on in port. Today they they they, they no, people know how to come off the ship. The entertainment is right right on the ship. And they and they're spending all that money now to build that big thing down <laughs> on the what, port. What, what, I, but I don't know who's doing it. So what, 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 what? some big the, the the port down there, um in Port of Nassau. Where where uh, is it? Um, on West Bay Street? No, on down Bay Street proper, where oh. the where, where the ships come in. Oh, well, I've been on Bay Street in the end, so Well, I you need to take a see that big out of that big thing that they're building out yeah, there. Yeah, they need to put a theater, a state theater, in, in the, right in there, in that in that area. They met. Uh, I don't know who's spending the money. That's none of my business. But they, uh, the government, need to consider putting a state theater right down Bay Street somewhere. So now, I'm not, let me make this point. This point. Another thing that is wrong. Uh, the hotels don't carry entertainment like that anymore. Yeah. They claim that the investors look looking at dollars, mm-hmm. right? But the government should implement, if you're going to invest, we got waitress, they got to be hired. We got maid, got to be hired. We have musicians, they got to be hired, but the musicians don't get no mention. No mention. No, no. No, you, you, you don't operate a hotel without entertainment in, in, in this country. But the government don't look at that at all. Not at all. Uh, well, Mr. Strong, 
I am, I am just happy to come here today to talk to you. Um, and I'm, I need to come back at some point. But, Any, I, but when I come back to you this time, I'm coming back with book in hand, hmm. right? Uh, I remember when I came to you and I asked you uh, to, he said, he said, man, people always come in and ask me to do stuff, but I ain't never seen no book. But I'm, your book coming. Yeah, that's uh, why I decided to write two uh, and I got my manuscript right there. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's coming. But Ms. Storm, I, um, one of the questions that I ask everybody before I end my program, uh, I always ask uh, the question of uh, what is Bahamian? Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of people ask that question. Uh-huh. Well, you can answer that in more than one way. Because all... all, all, all they say if you're born there, you're born there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> that's a Bahamian. Right. A, a, a fellow that acquires citizenship, that's a Bahamian. Uh-huh. That's as, as simple as that. But now, you could ask a question on top of that who's a true, true Bahamian? Who's a true, true Bahamian? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. What, and, and what is a true, true Bahamian? Well, and who is a true, true Bahamian? That is very hard to answer in my book. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mind you, there's some, a, a woman was here this morning. Her cap is the flag. Uh-huh. Her watch is the flag. Uh-huh. Everything is the flag. Uh-huh. Everything she wears is the color of the flag. Uh-huh. So I, I, I meant to ask her about it. She said, she, she said I'm, a, I'm a true, true Bahamian. True, true Bahamian. Yeah, well, I could have that like that too. Uh-huh. Well, you know, so, so, so some, people, so, some people are proud to be a Bahamian. I say I'm a, pr- I, 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 I'm a proud Bahamian. Yes. I, I think there's a little difference in that. Yeah. Well, Mr. Strong, this is, uh, this is, I am so grateful that you, you actually allowed me here again to come in and, 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 and your space and, uh, and talk to you. Well, that's uh, a pleasure all and, the time. And like I said, I would be back because there's so much, I think, that, that you can offer. Yeah. Uh, um, and there's a lot, lot more that you, you can say. Uh, um, I think people need to hear you. Um, and that's why this podcast has been uh, being made possible. Uh, that's why this podcast exists, so that we, uh, the artists, the entertainers, uh, the educators, uh, can actually uh, express ourselves. Uh, and like I always like to say, express yourselves, but we're going to do it in order and you know, in good taste. And um, so this has been awesome. It's been awesome to come into the space, like I say. So uh, for those listening out there, um, thank you for listening to this podcast. Uh, my name is Robert Bain, and listen for our next podcast. And for those persons who wish to advertise with us, um, um, you can sponsor this program, or you can uh, you can have an ad uh, read on this program. If you wish to write to us, uh, you can write to us at T and Talk Twenty Twenty Three dot Bahamas at Gmail dot com. That's T and Talk Twenty Twenty Three dot bahamas at gmail.com and look forward to to hearing from you and uh thank you for joining tea and talk you're listening to the podcast tea and talk the entity or organization